Welcome to the Conversation of Money podcast. I'm your host, Peter Komalafe, and you've guessed it, this is where we talk about money. And it is my mission to empower you, to help you make the best financial decisions possible. Why? Because money is a tool, life is for living. Let's go. Good morning, good morning. Welcome back to the Conversation of Money podcast, everybody. Thank you so much for being here. We are in the last, well, few weeks, really, for the end of the year. And, um, as you listen to this, I'm sure that you're gearing up to Christmas. And I wanted to use this episode number one to announce the winner of the 100th episode giveaway. I'll announce that towards the end of the show. But I do want to talk about something that is very, very topical right now. And we've spoken about it a little bit on the podcast and certainly on YouTube. And that is this notion of uh, inflation. So on last week's episode, I talked about when buying the dip is stupid, when it's something that you should really uh, think about quite thoroughly. Um, And I was speaking specifically to people who are invested in individual stocks. If you're buying, you know, index funds and ETFs, then the, the, the sheer fact that you're getting you know, a hundred, a thousand companies or sometimes thousands of companies within this index fund or ETF that you purchase means that you're going to be spreading your risk and you're therefore going to pick up a different kind or a different category of companies as part of your overall holdings. And this is really, really important. But in today's episode, what I want to do is talk a little bit about how to be inflation, specifically from the investing point of view. And maybe again, just illustrating and emphasizing people who are buying individual stocks, some things to basically have a look at. And I did mention this last week, but I just want to go into a little bit more detail. So as always, please do not take this as financial advice. I'm not telling you to go and buy these stocks and you should never go and buy any stocks without doing your own due diligence or your own research. But I'm simply making this episode so that it gives you food for thought so that you can essentially go off and go and do your own research and decide where this narrative fits within your goals, your strategy, and your overall plan so that you can make an informed decision. Please do not just go and copy what I say on this episode um, just because I'm the one who's basically said it. That would be really, really irresponsible if you did. So, I mean, let's just recap on inflation. You know, inflation is is with us at the minute. We can see it everywhere. Uh, gas prices is probably the most um, evident area where we're seeing it right now. We've seen, you know, gas and electric go up quite a bit. We've seen the price of petrol at the fuel pumps go up quite a bit as well. So we know it's around us and we're starting to see that translated into, you know, our weekly shops and, and things that we're buying on a regular basis. Now, Inflation has always been one of those things that we would have to contend with. But what makes this unique is the fact that we seem to be facing uh, a spike in inflation, which the central banks are struggling to decide what to do about it. Does that make sense? I just feel like I've worded that the wrong way around. You know what I mean, though? The central banks are struggling to decide what to do about this idea of inflation right now. Now, the inflation numbers for, you know, the last couple of months have been really, really scary. And just as a as a basis, the Bank of England aims to keep inflation at 2%. The numbers for October this year were 4.2. So you're seeing inflation double the rate that the Bank of England aims to keep it at. In the United States, I think their inflation number is 2%. 
but their inflation number was 6.2%. So it's, you know, these are big, big overweightings on the actual target for inflation. Now, we don't know what the November numbers are at the moment, but there is a consensus that inflation is going to continue increasing. If you paid any attention to the recent budget, uh, they were talking about the fact that they feel as though inflation will hit 5% by the time we get to around about April next year. Now, we're already at 4.2, so 5% is already here. And, you know, really, in November, we don't know what those, that number might be. It might already be 5%. People are already forecasting it's going to be higher. But what does this actually mean for you? It means that essentially you're going to have less money in your pocket. And therefore, when you consider that equation of, well, you've probably got some cash lying around right now, or you do have some money that's either in an investment account, how do you actually go about beating inflation? Now, in the episode last week, I talked about, you know, considering buying blue chip companies. Now, blue chip companies are often these businesses that are well-established. They will be companies that have been around for a while. And I want to drill down into those a little bit more because, again, if you are buying individual stocks and that is your main focus, you need to hear this. Again, if you're buying index funds, ETFs, you're going to pick up a ton of blue chip stocks as your foundation and you're going to pick up some growth stocks and all that kind of stuff within that as well. So don't worry so much about that. But if you are in this lane where your strategy is purely individual stocks, I'm going to give you a few things that I think will really help you in terms of trying to beat inflation as we currently face it at this point in time. And look, the forecast for next year, people are saying that it's going to increase even further. We don't really know what's going to happen. But as we always say, it's better to be prepared for something than have something come along that you're not prepared for. And by the way, the big consensus is that the central banks are going to start moving on interest rates. It's actually quite curious what we're seeing out of the United States. And before we get into the tips, I think maybe just a little further context on this would be really interesting uh, just for us to know. You know, in the United States, they've been printing money. They've been doing quantitative easing now for, well, since June 2020, they've been printing $120 billion a month um, into the markets. There is word that they're going to be tapering that back at us at an aggressive rate. The, the original rate that they were suggesting was 15 billion a month. They're now suggesting it's going to be something like 30 billion a month. And that's quite a blunt tool to use, but it is in some circles considered an alternative to interest rates, although we feel, or though it is said, the interest rate is going to be a move that the central bank here in England and the Fed in America are not going to be able to sidestep. They're going to have to make a move on interest rates. So let's talk about how to beat inflation if you're investing and you look at individual stocks. Look, you need to be looking at companies, number one, that are able to pass on the cost of inflation to their consumers. Okay. So if you watched the video on YouTube last week, I kind of mentioned, you know, energy companies within that sphere. So what we're seeing at the moment is that the cost of providing a service or a product is increasing. Therefore, it's passed on to you, which you then see in your pocket, which means that you're technically poor because you're spending more money on a specific product or service. Well, a way to counteract this is if you are investing and you are buying individual stocks, 
is to buy shares in those businesses because essentially they have pricing power. They have the ability to pass on the cost to their customers. Now, that may sound a little counterintuitive, but what that basically means is that for that company that's able to pass on the cost, they're still going to be able to maintain, to a certain degree, some level of profitability. And profits are very, very important in terms when it comes to uh, share price increases and share price growth, right? Especially if you're in a company, which we'll come to in a moment, that is actually paying dividends. A company cannot pay dividends if they are not making profits. So buying companies that essentially have the ability to be able to pass on any rising costs to their customers. And it's not just energy companies here. Think more uh, broadly about the things that we absolutely need in life, okay? Food, drink, shelter, energy, warmth, right? We all need those kind of things. So that crop of companies will be a great place for you to start looking at within your investment portfolio to at least give you some kind of stability and give you some some kind of foundation against what we think is going to come down the line with interest rates potentially having a wider impact on the market. And these interest rates are going to have a wider impact on the market simply because if you are invested in the company, for example, that doesn't have a lot of cash reserves or has high high overheads and the cost for them to continue to operate is increasing, that is clearly going to impact their bottom line, their profitability, therefore their share price. And this is why there is an argument to say that, you know, in, in times of high inflation, value stocks are the ones where people kind of run to as a safe haven where growth stocks, maybe even tech stocks will suffer. And I think if you look at the stock market, you'll see that that has played out over the last three to four weeks or so. The value companies that are companies that have been around for a while, these are the blue chip companies, the ones that are able to pass on this cost to their consumers, those companies generally do very, very well over the long term. And I say this all the time, but you know this already, guys. And I'm sure that you're going to be able to finish this sentence for me. But when you're investing, you're investing in the, in the future potential of a business to still be here and for the future potential of that business to grow in share price, in profitability as a shareholder and an investor. So that's the first thing to think about, okay? Companies that can pass on that cost to the consumers so that their profitability isn't necessarily impacted because of this rise in price, rise in the cost of providing their product or their service. Another thing you can do is, you know, to have a look at companies that, you know, pay dividends and invest for dividends. That's a nice way to be inflation. Now, obviously, different companies will have different levels of dividends that they're essentially paying. But a dividend essentially is something that is paid to investors on a quarterly basis, typically, and that is paid from profits made during that trading period. And if a company is making profits and paying you a dividend, that could be a very, very nice way to counteract this uh, reality of low interest rates right now, where you can't put money in a bank and expect any kind of decent return. You are simply just there with basically left at the mercy of the of the interest rates as they currently are. And even if interest rates do increase over the next, you know, two to three months in the new year or so, will the, will the savings interest rates change significantly? 
No, because the Bank of England is not going to increase interest rates by 2 or 3% overnight. That would be too much of a shock to the system. So they're going to do this gradually. So waiting out on savings accounts, on looking at savings accounts as an option to beat inflation, unfortunately, isn't something that is going to be realistic or even sustainable, you know, for the short even maybe for the long term, depending what happens with interest rates, but investing in dividend paying companies are. Now, there are lots and lots of dividend paying companies. There are companies called the dividend aristocrats, and these are companies that have consistently increased their dividends for a good number of years. These companies are numerous, just to reel off a, a handful of them. You've got Procter & Gamble in there. You're going to have Coca-Cola in there. You're going to have... Um, Oh, there are so many of them and none, a lot of them don't come to mind right now, but there's there's quite a few of them on the list. Dividend aristocrats, those will be companies to have a look at investing in. And the beauty about a dividend is that regardless of whether the stock price is going up or down during a, a calendar year or during a quarter, they're still going to be paying out a dividend. Now, Oftentimes when people um, go hunting for a dividend investment, people are often looking for the highest number. So for example, AT&T at 7%, and if Coca-Cola is paying something like, you know, uh, 1%, they would rather go for AT&T as the company they would rather invest in uh, for dividends. Now, the rate is important, don't get me wrong, but sometimes what you'll find is in the equation of how dividends are calculated and the dividend rate is calculated, you have to remember that the more expensive a share price is, the less attractive the dividend payment in a percentage point of view is going to look to you as an investor. Whereas if a company has a relatively uh, low share price, the dividend amount will look very, very attractive. What I'm trying to say here, guys, is that if you are going to be looking at investing in dividend payment, companies, please pay attention to the detail. Pay attention to the company itself first and foremost. That's the most important thing. You know, you want to be buying substance. You want to be buying a company that has track record, that has, you know, the ability to pass on that cost and has the ability to control um, expenses if they need to in other, in other ways. They have the ability to essentially rely on their balance sheet, their profit and loss. If they absolutely needed to, they got cash in the bank, these things are very, very important. Capital adequacy. You don't want to be going for a company that, that is paying, you know, 15% dividend if their cash reserves are very, very low, if they don't have the ability to essentially be able to pass on this cost to consumers or because um, of competition, they're having to spend even more money to keep their, their, their market position. These are all things that in the scheme of things may sound like nonchalant things that don't matter, but actually they're very, 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 very important. You want to be looking at the size of the company, the reputation of the company, the background of the company, what the company does, their strategic advantage, all of those kind of things. So guys, again, this is for people who are invested in individual stocks, and that is primarily your strategy. You know, there, there seems to be this fascina fascination with it. And I know it's because of the likes of Trading212, Free Trade, Stake. There are a lot of apps out there that allow you to access these companies on an individual basis. And certainly over the last you know, 12 to 18, maybe even 24 months, buying individual stocks and investing in individual stocks has become extremely attractive and sexy, appealing, because it almost has this aura of, you know, I'm trading or, you know, I'm looking at the stock market. I'm a, I'm, I'm a owner in a business. I get that. 
but there are intricacies that are very, very important. And the, and the unfortunate thing is that for many people who have started investing in the last 18, maybe to 24 months, most people never will have been through a market correction, a significant market correction, or a, a period of sustained uh, market volatility, or at least, you know, decline. And dealing with these kind of things is easier with a little bit of experience. And if it is your first time, it's very, very easy to get nervous and to panic and to feel as though you need to protect yourself, cash it all in and just, you know, wait, wait out the tide. Now, can you ever really time the market? No, you can't. And this is the dangerous bit. I get these questions all the time, you know, should I hold off and, you know, wait until the market kind of crashes? And well, the question is, when is the market going to crash? We just don't know this. We we don't have a clue. And in the video on Tuesday last week on YouTube, if you've not watched it, I'd encourage you to go and watch it. I kind of demonstrated the importance of, you know, just pound cost averaging into something, invest on a monthly basis, on a regular basis. And over the long term, you're going to be fine. And I gave a few examples in that video. And I think that remains true today. And it will always remain true moving forward. We can't control what is going to happen with the markets. We can't control what's going to happen with monetary policy, with the Bank of England or the Fed or any other central bank around the world. These things are all outside of our control. What we can control though are the things that we decide to invest in ourselves and we can control the plan and the strategy that we have in place. We can control the clarity that we have around our goals and why we're investing in the first place. If you've come into investing, you don't have any clarity on any of those things, then I will suggest that maybe investing, you've jumped the gun on it and maybe you shouldn't be investing right now without that clarity because you know things are going to get really, really difficult. I mean, I've been reading articles over the last week or so saying that you know that even the S&P 500 could do a 20, minus 20% next year in 2022 because of interest rate pressures and inflation pressures. So what do you do if you read that? And that is, you know, a little bit scary to you without understanding the context of how that comes about and being able to look for the opportunities within that. Now, everything that I've said here in terms of buying dividend uh, companies, uh, blue chip companies, uh, or companies that are able to pass on this cost to consumers doesn't um, protect these companies um, and mean that they're invulnerable to uh, all of these interest rate pressures and inflation pressures. No, Th these share prices will fall alongside every other company that's on the stock market. The difference is that because they are slightly stronger companies providing products and services that we absolutely need, the share prices won't fall as sharply as other companies, maybe in the growth sector or the tech sector. Think of this in this way. This is all about protecting your downside and giving yourself a strong foundation. The shard was not built on quicksand. It was built on, you know, solid foundations, reinforced concrete, and it has structural strength as well. The same thing applies to investment proposition. You should never, ever, ever be investing without a clear goal, a clear, a clear plan, a strategy of some kind. So it's really, really important. I know I feel like a, a broken record, but it needs to be said because there is so much hype out there at the moment. And frankly, it frustrates me and it scares me a little bit as well. You know, people are saying, you know, buy these stocks, buy this stock. This is going to 10x. This is going to 15x. People are more focused on what they could make 
potentially without really mitigating or fully appreciating really what the downside is. It's not nice when you're losing money. It's not nice when you're looking at your investment proposition and you're 10, 15% down. It's horrible. We all have this mechanism that we want to protect ourselves. That is human nature. The thing is, how do you protect yourself and how do you train yourself to be more efficient and not to look at it as though it's the end of the world? And you do that by having a goal and having a strategy and making sure that you're picking smart investments. So I hope that was helpful. Let's get on to the winner of the 100 pound gift voucher. So um, there were a good number of you who entered into this. Thank you so, so much. I really do appreciate it. And I used a random selector. I numbered you all and used a random selector on Google to select the winner. The winner of the 100 pound gift voucher to celebrate 100 episodes on this podcast is Yvonne Hercules. Congratulations, Yvonne. Um, please do contact me on Instagram to let me know um, whether you want Amazon or any other type of voucher, please. That will be really, really helpful. Um, bear in mind, I am away from the 18th onwards. I'm going to have some pre-recorded episodes but I am literally taking a break over the Christmas and uh, New Year period. So if you're able to reach out this week, that will be absolutely amazing. And I'll be sure to get everything uh, done by the time I leave and sign off this Friday. But as always, guys, I appreciate you so much. We still have maybe two episodes left for this year that will come along. Um, I've got a very, very interesting episode next week. If you are the kind of person that has a lot of investment accounts, you might have a Vanguard account, a Trading212 account, a Free Trade account, uh, one with eToro, and it's just like, it's a lot to manage. I know because I've got about 15 altogether because obviously I test these apps when I do reviews on YouTube. It can be a lot. It can be really be a lot. So I've got um, a tool um, on the podcast next week, which is fantastic, by the way. It helps you consolidate all of that information in one place so it's easy to see. It tracks the performance. It's fantastic. Stay tuned for that next Monday. But as always, remember, money is a tool. Life is for living. Have an amazing week this week, and I will catch you next Monday. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, be sure to check out other episodes and share with the people closest to you. New to investing? Check out Peter's course for first-time investors designed to give you the foundation you need. If you prefer one-on-one -on -one coaching, book a complimentary discovery with the man himself. All links in the show notes.